Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the rubber chicken says, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani said that 9-11 in many ways may have been the greatest day of his life. <laughs> and I think that proves he might just be fucking insane. But what do I know? Oh, I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> well, that's an insightful idea. I don't think you can put him in the asylum for that. But, you know, you have your right to say what you want because this is or was or might be. Okay, I've got no time for this. Okay, I don't know why I'm arguing with you. It was a smart thing you said about Rudy. And it's crazy that he said that. But we're going to have to get on, okay? I'm sorry, we do. We've got to get on with Rantcast, number 98, entitled Happy Birthday, Mom. <laughs> yes, sirree. Uh, it was Mom's birthday. Uh, this past week. Mm -hmm. She turned 104, which is staggering on all levels imaginable. Um, I, uh, I have people say, how did she do? I don't know how she did it. I don't know. I've, I've done the joke that uh, it was because uh, both, you know, my father lived to 101 and I've said that uh, they did this. And they were able to do it. It's because uh, much of the food, all of the food they ate had preservatives. Hence, they were preserved. 
<laughs> yes, uh, you may have heard me say that from time to time. And if not, you, hopefully you got a chuckle there. I, it's uh, unbelievable, extraordinary. And my brother, who passed away when he was young, would be uh, utterly uh, uh, flabbergasted by this, too, I would imagine. I, it is on my friends. I got to go down and see her just before the birthday uh, with my friend Willie Reale, and we walked in. She looked up from the bed and said, ah, two angels. <laughs> and, that, and then, of course, she got down to, you know, you better retire, Lewis, and what do you think you're doing? But uh, it was really, uh, it was wonderful to see her and spend time with her. And uh, on her birthday, uh, she was given a uh, delightful Carvel ice cream cake. And her response was, too sweet. And not toot sweet, <laughs> but too sweet. Or it could have been too sweet. Uh, but she, uh, she, she <laughs> only my mother, uh, even as she, even as she grows older and older and older, will not give up uh, that kind of uh, sarcasm, negativity. Here's here, happy birthday. Yeah, the cake's too sweet. Where do I get it from, I guess, you might ask. Uh, and uh, this is going to be a shorty, folks. I'm not going to go trundling on about things t- this time. And, and uh, because I, I've got to get, I'm getting on the road and I've got to get my fucking act together. Okay. Uh, because right now I would say for the good folks who are going to be seeing me this week and let's catch that again, Northampton on Thursday on at the, uh, and on Friday in uh, Lowell Saturday in uh, Waterville, Maine and Sunday in Rutland, Vermont. Uh, so if you're coming on out, uh, it, just know that uh, I, I didn't get, I may not have gotten my homework done in time. God damn it. It's unbelievable the amount of time that I've had to, to be able to do this. And, I'm, and part of it is my brain just says, no, I don't want to do it. Okay, I'm done. I'm, uh, you, there's no reason to do this. You know it. But I don't know it. <laughs> I really don't know it. I just kept thinking, oh, I got time. I got time. I got gone. And that's the way we all are. And I, I think it's why this country isn't in the better shape, okay? It's because all of us wait to the last fucking minute to do our shit. Uh, if you don't, my hat is off to you. I don't know how you do it. But most people kind of go, no, I got uh, three weeks. It's going to really work out. I got no problem, you know. I can gonna just, uh, you know, kind of spend a little time doing this. And maybe I'll take the boat out and do some fishing and maybe a little... Uh, play a couple of games of uh, tennis or golf or whatever. Maybe uh, some cornhole, weird name for a game, I still think. And But we'll do that. And then, uh, oh, no, we only got two weeks left, but that's plenty of time. And the next thing you know, but, uh, you know, I'd really like to have those final ears of corn because the season is ending. And well, we should really grill this weekend because we got one more nice day left. And then, boom, you got a week left and you go, uh, oh, well, now it's not a problem because I've got nothing but time. I got, uh, so cripe, 28, 168 hours left. Sure. That'll really work out, right? Won't it? And, boom, gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's Monday and you got to go see the boss and you're fucking doing your high stepping and, <laughs> and bullshitting. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to get it all together by then. But one of the reasons I might be able to get together is I'm just not going to be able to pursue this. 
uh, today. I'm not, uh, this is, we, we lost the uh, queen this week, not our queen, but we lost her. Um, and apparently people are going, well, you know, uh, King Charles gave a good speech. So it looks like the monarchy will stay. And, uh, and it, it's just, there's uh, all of this stuff with her that the, the only major loss is just the fact that she was a kind of a constant sitting there, you know, you kind of, okay, well, there's the queen, you know, everything else is going to shit, but there's the queen, you know, she's 96 is, uh, and my mother is, it fucking has outlived her, you know, beat her almost lapping her for Christ's sake. Uh, really extraordinary. And I want to thank everybody, 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 all 900,000 of you who sent your well wishes, uh, actually onto Twitter, 900,000 didn't, but you, you checked in to take a look at the picture of her. And I really appreciate you taking a moment out of your day to give my mom just a nod. Thank you for that. Uh, she's kind of astonished that, that many people take a look at her, but, uh, and I don't think she doesn't quite understand what Twitter is and neither do I for that matter is uh, those of you who followed my Twitter feed probably have seen. And uh, we've got, uh, we've got what else happened this week? The queen uh, takes her leave, passes on, moves away, decides enough is enough. Uh, tired of smiling all the time, tired of always being there. Um, but, uh, you know, just she's, she's, she, and then she goes on a 10 day uh, wandering through the uh, countryside so everyone can see. Uh, world's longest funeral march, followed by the uh, the nine eleven, um, where we go through every name again, uh, and then uh, and and I fully understandable uh, the commemoration. I I have to say I've said it before. I'll say it again uh, that uh, my brother worked down there. Uh, he passed away from cancer. I and I thought that was always been a, it left a hole in my heart. However, I would say that it would be tough uh, if he had uh, uh, lived and uh, 9-11 happened and he was down there and somehow died uh, during that uh, horrific day, that um, it would be tough for me uh, to... Uh, to kind of shake the grief uh, in the sense that every, pretty much 9-11 has been mentioned every day since. And um, and then to go through this uh, ceremony uh, that we do every year, certainly in commemoration, fully understandable. I get it, but my God... Um, it would have been a constant reminder uh, every year that uh, my brother had passed, and it was it's it's tough enough when you when it it occurs on its own as it is. Um, certainly, as my mother, you know, turned one hundred and four, I think of my father and my brother. Uh, but whew, to to be constantly reminded, no, no, it, it's tough enough. Uh, so the Queen, 9-11, and uh, football returns with a vengeance, and uh, a ton of it. And, uh, and, and so what did you watch? Hmm? What was your, what did you turn, t- tune into? Oh, boy. That is, 
some weekend. I, it is just, uh, it, you know, a, a, you, you really fully understand on a weekend like this that football, why it's a, a major, major distraction for people. I get it. I, I sat there watching uh, the Alabama-Texas game. I, I don't like Alabama. Sorry to those of you, but I'm sick of it. Uh, unsmiling Nick Saban makes me sick, um, you know, and uh, you just get tired of win, 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 and domination control by one nation uh, under God individual. <laughs> so you watch them, and I watch them, and I, I certainly didn't expect to be watching them. Uh, but I've just worn out. Um, and uh, from all of it and uh, from everything, from the continually being pounded. And, and also I was avoiding uh, working on my, um, on my act, which I need to be working on now, which is why this uh, will be a shorter episode uh, as I stumble around here. And uh, we um, will be, uh, we've got, uh, but, it, but it, you know, so uh, the, the big news, though, came through. The upbeat uh, was the discovery also this weekend. Uh, on, a, on Sunday, uh, I, uh, I heard that uh, Pixar has uh, made the decision. I knew this, but uh, it was nice to see it finally reach print because you don't believe things until they have to tell the world. And the Pixar told the world that Inside Out 2, uh, which I can now talk about, uh, will be, um, will, will, uh, be uh, we're, we're doing it. And it will be coming out in the, I guess, the summer of 2024. Uh, I go to work on it in October after uh, performing in San Francisco. Yes, I'll be there, San Francisco. Yes, I'll be there sometime in uh, around October 12, 13, 14, something like that. Uh, then we'll go on over to Pixar. I'm, I'm very excited. The, the original cast is back. Um, we're also doing a, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, there, there are new emotions apparently involved, uh, but anger will be there. And uh, I really look forward to it. I look forward to seeing that group. Working for Pixar is uh, a truly an incredible experience uh, on all sorts of levels. Lunch being an important one. Um, they do serve a great one. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the creative minds there are a pleasure to be around, and it's uh, extraordinary to be privy to the way that they uh they 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 bring an animation to life. It's uh, it's one of the uh, where I've learned. Uh, I, I I don't even know how to say. It. It's just extraordinary to watch, um, to be a part of that creative process. To to see it, you never get to see the totality of of the creative process, uh, and it, you really do there, and uh, you get to watch. Uh, the steps as they uh, create the world that they do create. And I can't wait to be a part of it. And before I go, uh, just uh, a little nugget here from uh, uh, the, uh, the week. A Nebraska man was arrested for staging an active shooter drill at an Omaha charity office 
without, without informing terrified employees. Are you, uh, he didn't, he, he, without <laughs> informing them that it wasn't real. What, how do you, how? How do you decide you're <laughs> So John channels 27, 27, brilliant. This is when you kind of go, okay, I may be too old, but he's definitely too young to have his job. Was paid by Catholic charities to barge into their offices, firing an assault rifle loaded with blanks as fake, blood-spattered actors fell dead. Are you kidding me? Catholic charities said channels mishandled the drill's implementation, unless, of course, they wanted to give them a sense of what the third rung of hell would be like. Are you shitting me? How do, how do you not arrest people who pull that shit? Seriously. Or at least put, put them in a timeout. Whatever you do to a 27-year-old who fucks up on that level. Blood-spattered individuals uh, falling around. Jesus, God. I, I, I'm just stunning to see why we just... The, the stupid get stupider and the stupider get stupidest and the stupidest gets stupid stupefying and we will continue to run down this road until some adults show up in the fucking room vote okay not that it would have helped there but for god's sake let's wake the fuck up and i hope to be able to do that myself as i hit the road because here i come that's why this is a little shorter than most of ours as i've repeated this for the third time so I, I beg your pardon if this is really what you like is to hear me searching for fucking punchlines, but I'll be back on stage looking for them. And the time that I've spent here with you has been a big help in that. And I, I really look forward to being out there again. It means the world to me. I can't tell you how important it was to, to get back on the road and to have to stop was idiotic because the momentum just was too important. And, uh, I hope to get it back, and I hope to get it back quickly, and I hope that the good folks in Northampton and Lowell and um, uh, Waterville and Rutland, Vermont, you know, who are coming out, hopefully coming out to see me, uh, get to see a show that they go, wow, that was really worth the, the price of admission. God, he only forgot half of his act. I really do hope to nail it for you. I know the folks that uh, who wrote the rants this week did nail it. It was, uh, as always, uh, a real joy to read them. More will be coming your way. Those of you who are in the cities that I'm coming to that I just mentioned, uh, get out your pens or your pads or whatever the fuck it is to, to get whatever it is off your chest. Because the rant is due is back, and so am I. Okay? Off the rails is coming your way. I uh, want to dedicate this uh, rantcast to my friend uh, Cliff Fagallo, who passed away on uh, on 9-11. Uh, he was uh, a friend of mine from high school, uh, was where we met in Silver Spring and spent a lot of time together. We went to Europe together, uh, spent my first year in school with him, and uh, he was... Uh, uh, an exceptionally funny, sweet, kind, brilliant um, man. 
uh, he, uh, and I'm sad that, uh, he, uh, he passed away. I, um, mourn his loss and only wish is, uh, is I find as I've grown older that it, I'd st- stayed more in touch with him. Uh, but life's a funny fucking thing, isn't it? Kind of get on a road and the next thing you know, the road's almost at an end. Uh, I hate to leave you with that, but, <laughs> but I did want to, uh, to say that uh, this is in memory of Clifford Vigallo. I want to thank you all for uh, checking this out. Um, this episode, Rantcast 98. Happy birthday, Mom. Okie doke. Take care of each other. And I look forward to seeing you either here or there, certainly somewhere down the road. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From Craig Johnston, who appears to have prevented himself on his own from falling down a rabbit hole. You ever going to comment on some shit on Facebook, but end up feeling like you're writing a fucking essay? Huh? Thinking about making an outline and citing fucking sources and shit? Eventually it becomes more effort than it's fucking worth. I ain't trying to write a fucking book. (laughs) <laughs> fucking Christ. Well, I'm glad you kind of sent that in to, to tell us your thought process for not, right? You shouldn't be, don't even take the time, the energy, the effort. That was too much energy and effort to worry about what the fuck somebody says on Facebook, you know, or meta or whatever they're calling it nowadays. It's ridiculous. You know, did you know the person? Was there a reason? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's exhausting. Pick up the phone. Call them. That's simple. 
And if you can't pick up the phone and call him, fuck it, okay? And fuck him and just stop it. Just stop that. I'm glad you stopped yourself. I don't even look at that shit because it's exhausting. This rant comes to us from Arthur Ritus. That's, you heard me. Uh, someone named their child after a joint inflammation. Um, and that's crazy enough. Uh, or someone uh, just decided, to, instead of saying anonymous, thought they would do a little joke here. And um, it doesn't work for me. It's in kind of the same category as a pun. Um, and uh, I appreciate the creativity, but uh, it just doesn't work for me, Arthur. Um, but your rant does, and that's why I'm reading it. Dear company president, please stop sending me text messages. I'm not a 14-year-old surreptitiously communicating with a peer while a teacher is hovering nearby. I'm not your child. I have better things to do than waiting for your next important message. I do not suffer from Alzheimer's and need to be constantly reminded when to rotate my tires, what time to appear at the doctor's office, how great your next sale will be, when to come in for a haircut, refill my prescription, or identify your closest store to me that has not changed since the middle fucking ages. You've turned Alan Turing's concept of artificial intelligence on its head. Your countless thoughtless drone-directed text leeching out to customers to move product and save costs is completely without consideration of its impact on the end user. I am the customer. I may not always be right, but I am entitled to my privacy, which you invade each time you allow those texting electrons to achieve your goal of ultimate efficiency in the marketplace. The people who worked for you told you it would save money. They did not say it was a good thing for the customer. Texting is fine, or at least adequate, when both parties can interact through the same medium. It does not work when one side is automated, lacking the capacity to respond to anything beyond yes, no, or stop. Many customers become frustrated when they call for help and talk with a non-native speaker. I get it that there can be communication issues, but those issues are almost always workable as both sides can think and respond to a variety of comments and not be limited to the ding, dong, dung response that the texter requires. Your efforts are not that different from some CIA computer monster scanning phone numbers and email addresses offering me great opportunities from some godforsaken country. Well, thank you, Mr. Reitus. <laughs> well put. This comes from Nix S. I don't ask. NYX. It's uh, another. It's anonymous, I would say. But well put, dear Lewis, no offense to men in particular, but why? Why are little boys so fucking disgusting? For context, I recently took in two of my nephews. They're 10 and 6 years old. With the amount of times I have had to ask, did you flush the toilet? 
And did you wash your hands? I should just record the lines and play it back to them along with stop hitting your brother and do not cough, burp, fart in someone's face. And don't get me started on the fun that they enjoy, which gives me perpetual panic attacks that I will have to take them to the hospital with a broken neck because they wanted to be like Sonic and flip off of a tree. I know there's no solution to this, but I can't wait till these fucking kids download the common sense and hygiene patches so I can take a fucking break. Sincerely, one exhausted auntie, or auntie, but I'll say auntie. Thank you. This comes from a very pissed off Gary Theus, or Thies. Lewis, because you don't drive, you may not see this as a problem. I'm talking about your automobile windshield wipers. I'm not talking about the rubber silicone blade that touches the glass. There have been improvement in materials and design to make this part more efficient and last longer. I'm talking about the mechanical part that moves the wiper blades across the glass. I'm driving along and it starts to rain, so I turn on the windshield wipers. Great, I can see ahead, but... Then the passenger side wiper blade dumps all the water from that side of the windshield directly in my line of sight. Huh? It gets cleared away for a half a cycle and then happens all over again. What brain dead engineer came up with this design that only corrects the blocked vision problem for half a cycle? I don't remember this being a problem when I first started driving. In fact, I pulled out a photo of my first car and can clearly see the wiper blades went from the driver's side to the passenger side. My only thought on this poor design, it's a corporate plot to cause more accidents so they can sell more cars with this defective design to cause more accidents, to sell more cars. Thank you, Gary Thies, or Thies, Thies. I can't believe you took the picture out of the car. You you remembered it. it. Did go, I think, that way. That's just odd that they're it's fucking unbelievable. And it is perfect. I used to and that but when I was I just remember the one of the cars I had, the fucking rubber blade thing just smudged along there, son of a bitch. And it's one of the reasons I don't drive. I don't even know sometimes how you start a car at this point. Every time I would get in a rental car, they'd be fucking changing shit up. Um, And now it's, uh, I think you have to have a certain whistle. I just want to take a moment to to do a shout out, as they say. And I don't know why they say say that, because I'm not shouting. (laughs) Joan Clauser um, read, uh, or actually listened to on Audible, I'm Dreaming of a Black Christmas, and I want to thank her for what she wrote. It was quite nice, and everything's okay. It was, uh, I, di- I didn't realize it was, I, 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 I always felt but that it wasn't that um, uh, vulnerable a book, but I guess it was. Um, but uh, I thank you for, for uh, spending time with me there, and I appreciate that. I like that book a lot. It's my favorite. It's the one I really kind of finally figured out how to write something. <laughs> Not that I don't like my other books, and they're well worth your time. Here's uh, someone anonymously responding to uh, uh, 
something I read about the uh, invasive alien species um, in, that is known as the cat. Um, dear Lewis, never mind that I love my overweight cat. She came screaming her little guts to my wife's and my life out of the woods when she was just a week old. We took her in and decided to never let her out because we already knew she would kill every creature in our backyard. After we made sure she would never be a mother cat, we sat at the dinner table and toasted wine glasses to ours and the little kitty's unknown future. Well, as she grew up, she proved to us that she is the ultimate killer. There is no mouse, cockroach, spider, fly, or whatever unfortunate creature had decided to invade her house. If she can't reach it, she screams bloody murder at three o'clock at night. And of course, I would have to get up to aid her hunt. After all, it is fair to help your family. No? Hmm? <laughs> Boy. Yes, she is feisty. And do not even try to pet her, or you'll nurse a gash on your hand for days. But she never fails to take care of her family's perceived safety. Most of the time, I do not even need the stupid camera at the front door that took me two fucking days to figure out how to work because the cat will alert me of anyone approaching the house. Five minutes before the camera's supposedly excellent motion detection system. Oh, I forgot about the litter box issues. Well, I'm surprised to say that there are no issues. Even at the very beginning, she searched everywhere in the house to bury her poop. So I showed her where. That's it. Problem solved. Ten years later, we are still working the home safety schedule. Given she gets a bit bored around here since there are no mice stupid enough to try to invade her privacy, but we entertain each other with games until she relaxes. Even sleeps belly up, which is strikingly unusual for a feral animal. Oh, I forgot to tell you about her alien origins. She is feline, somewhat alien to our homo sapiens way of understanding the world. But think of this. Hmm? What if you got really sick eating kale and bean curd? What would you eat? Anyway, just a thing many of us forget about. I know I haven't said fuck enough times. It's because this is not exactly a rant. It's just a confession. So here you are having to read a confession instead. Go on. You can say it freely. Fuck! Love you, Lewis. Never change. <laughs> Sincerely, me. Well, thank you, me, for that. My friend Lenny, the, uh, he used to sell merch along the way. Um before the shit hit the fan. And uh, he he was big on feral cats too. A little incomprehensible to me, but I'm, I'm glad, uh, glad, the, uh, glad the kitty gives you pleasure. Kevin Mann is irritated and rightfully so. Hi, Lewis. I hope you and your amazing mom are doing spectacularly. Thank you, Kevin. You know, I've watched my wife spend 10 fucking hours on hold to no avail, by the way, in the last two days trying to get a hold of the next available representative at the ironically named Access Florida SNAP Benefits 800 number. She was out of work for a couple of months, and now that she's employed again, she needs to update her information to tell them she doesn't need food stamps anymore. 
She's doing this because the Access website won't let her do anything, but update her contact info and password and then returns her to the same fucking page. So what happens while she's waiting on hold? The recorded voice tells her she'd be better off using the website. Hmm? Huh? Uh, and then they throw her a bone. We can call you back at this number. Huzzah! So she accepts that offer. And four times out of six, there's no callback. Granted, once they called her and immediately disconnected, and another callback just played the same recording, telling her to go online. So she took the rest of her day off to go to the local office, and they tried to solve the problem online and told her she had to do it by phone when nobody ever, 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 ever fucking answers. Of course, if she can't report her changes, she will keep getting food stamps and have to repay the state of Florida for the bennies. Well, we're keeping Prick Scott former Governor Skeletor and Ronnie DeSatan in our prayers, but there are no lollipops and unicorns awaiting them where we want them to go. Thanks, and best to you, Kevin in Vero Beach, Zero Gulch, Florida. Zero Gulch, I'm not sure I got that reference there at the end, but I'm had a, it was a pleasure reading that, and I'm, I hope that she's able to get through to them. Maybe send a postcard. That might do the trick. And don't put any uh, postage on it. That might really work. Maybe the postman will go, you know, will help figure it out. Fucking unbelievable. It appears that a number of folks this week do not want to share their name uh, with us. Uh, and this one it doesn't. This one's even signed Anonymous Anonymous. And you'll see why. Hi, Lewis. I'm an accountant for a golf club, and while doing my job, I stumbled across the current cell phone bill. Not only is the company paying for the president's and owner's phones, but they are paying for the owner's wife's, two kids, brother, sister, and three smartwatches. I can understand three of the phones being paid for, but Jesus Christ, not the four other phones and three fucking smartwatches for people I have never seen associated with this company. Not to mention we pay for his car, which I understand is mainly because it is used for business, uh, car insurance, and real estate taxes. It proves large corporate America, like Amazon and Walmart, are the, aren't the only problem, but the small business corporate America is too. I almost hate it that it has taken me over 10 years to realize this. And the cherry on top is he has the audacity to say he hasn't had a raise in years. Your raise is the money you haven't had to pay. Those costs have never gone down, so you get a raise every year, unlike the people who work for you. Time to get off my corporate soapbox now and hunker down for the next two months of craziness. November can't come fast enough, so election day can be over. Have a great one. Send my best to your mom, and I certainly shall. Thank you, Anonymous Anonymous. Unbelievable how the entitled can't be entitled enough. Here's one from, I, I can't believe this has got to be anonymous too. It's Harry Tush. I mean, or it's maybe it's Harry Tush. Maybe, but I think this was uh, Harry Tush. And it may be the same guy who was arthritis, but I don't, I, even so it's good. So 
Uh, wow. Today of Anonymous. Well, no one is talking about children with disabilities, so I must. The IDEA, IDEA, Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, had a simple and straightforward goal. Take children with disabilities out of self-contained classrooms, uh, which is known as warehousing, and place them in classrooms with their non-disabled peers to the maximum extent appropriate. The smell of fermented cat urine permeates the alleged goal that schools want to give a child with disabilities the chance to become independent taxpaying citizens. Instead of integration through staff support, behavior plans, speech, uh, uh, occupational therapy, and physical therapy, all too many tax-supported institutions are just fucking these kids and created yet another cottage industry for their attorneys to beat up on parents who are only seeking to level the playing field and give their children a better life. Intimidation starts with attorney appearances at parent-teacher special education meetings. Think about it. How would you feel if every teacher brought the principal and attorney to each meeting? An individualized plan for these needful children becomes a proving ground for legal gymnastics by counsel. This is fucked up beyond recall. There is no trust fund for the parents, like the state and federal troughs that the school uses to bully parents and force them to take less than what is right for their child. The only way to change this scenario is pull the curtain back from the Wizard of Oz and expose these cocksucking sons of bitches for what many, but not all, really are gutless bean counters that are more interested in having a great football and volleyball teams or, and, and seriously making a difference for students with special needs. And they do this by diverting tax dollars with their battery of lawyers. So they can have great football and volleyball teams, those bean counters. Thank you, uh, you're the one whose uh, tush needs to be shaven. Thank you for sharing that, Harry, <laughs> if that's your real name. Well, but really what's important is what you had to say. Parents in there fighting for what, the, 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 you know, what will make the, the different, will make a huge difference for their kids. It's unbelievable, especially now. Jasmine House is uh, enraged, and rightfully so. Hey, Lewis, I am honestly baffled this is something that needs to be said at all. But as a person that works with dogs and part of my job involves bathing them, I have a message to dog owners. If your dog has a hairy butt, for the love of God, wash your dog's ass. The amount of dogs I give baths to that have logs of shit matted into their rear end is unreal. This dog lives in your house, for fuck's sake. It lays on your couch, probably sleeps in your bed, and you let it when its ass is covered in crap. What is wrong with people? It's just fucking gross. And I'm not even going to get into the medical issues that can arise from leaving mounds of shit stuck to your dog's asshole. But there are several. I understand no one wants to touch dog feces, but be a goddamn adult. Grab a warm washcloth you don't care about. Slide a poop bag over your hand and clean that literal shit up. Is that truly more disgusting than letting your dog shit-covered ass sit on your couch? 
This is basic dog hygiene. It is not hard. That's all I got, Lewis, telling grown adults to wash their dog's ass. Anyway, happy birthday to your mom. She outlived the queen. And I look forward to seeing you in Lowell next week, too. Yep, I'm going to be there, folks. Lowell, Massachusetts. Jasmine, uh, thank you for that. And uh, see you at the show. Thank you, Ben Weinberger, for sharing with us, fellow Marylander. My rant is about getting cancer in America and our wacky healthcare system. I was on a trip to Cape Town, South Africa, when I woke up one day with my right testicle the size of a grapefruit. I thought maybe a bad case of blue balls, but no. I actually discovered it on Robben Island, where Nelson Mandela was in prison. What are the odds? When I get back to the United States a few days later, I set up an appointment with the urologist. He suspected cancer. Shit. I did the ultrasound, then surgery to remove the testicle, then biopsy, and voila. Yes, the fastest spreading testicular cancer. This was January and February of 2020 at the time when our orange turd in chief called the pandemic a hoax. I was running around trying to find out how I should treat it after surgery. I mean, without a vaccine, what would get to me first, cancer or COVID? The first oncologist we couldn't understand because of his thick Chinese accent. He said three options, monitor with no treatment, surgery of lymph nodes, which could prevent further ejaculation, or chemo that has other effects or prevents me from having children someday. Then we moved on to the best testicular cancer specialist in the area. This nice fellow told me to monitor with no treatment or surgery, but with COVID, he said surgery was off due to hospitals being too crowded. So monitoring, we decided. As months went by, almost a year since I was seeing him, he said I was making great progress with no cancer. And he said we would be friends for life. Isn't that amazing? Friends for life. But then I get a letter a few weeks later telling me he's leaving his patients for another city and hospital system. I guess the friends for life was just hype. He oversold his friendship. I searched around for a few months for another doctor and finally finding one who has too many patients and is overwhelmed and I don't get responses within two or three weeks after I get test results for cancer scans. What fun. It's the biggest hospital network in the D.C. area. I'm employed and supposedly have great health insurance through Care First. All good so far, covering my cancer scans and x-rays, which are $30,000 plus without coverage. Hmm? And then I get an email telling me the largest hospital system doesn't want to work with my health insurance provider anymore due to a disagreement with funds and reimbursements. Greed. So now here I am, two crazy years since cancer, three oncologists in, and now I'm told I need to find a new doctor in hospital because they are saying, fuck you to my insurance. Isn't American healthcare and hospital administration the best? Regarding the hospital system email of dropping my coverage, this is how it seems. Here's how the American medical system will fuck you again. You better bend over and like it, you stupid fuck. You're just a commodity, you stupid fucker. We need to get rich off your illness. Oh, enjoy. The biggest hospital system in this area is telling one of the largest healthcare providers in the country 
that they don't like their reimbursements and it isn't enough, telling roughly hundreds of thousands of people to get fucked when so many people need health insurance, especially sick people and cancer patients, especially when health care is tied to employment. Anyway, whew, allowing myself to rant about my illness has been cathartic for me. I hope so, Ben. It's been cathartic for me. All the best to you, Ben. Thanks for sharing. Not easy when you're going through that. I hope it helped. This comes to us from Mark Oliver Wright, a real person, not an anonymous person, a person who wishes to share their feelings and their name. Not that I understand when people don't want to. I get it. Hi, Lewis, and happy birthday to your mom. Well, thank you. Your mom's birthday this year coincides with our 21st wedding anniversary. Well, I imagine it would every year, Mark. Uh, she didn't change her birth date, and I don't think you change your anniversary date, unless she, maybe because you can't remember. Well, on with it. While we may never know the secrets to your mom's longevity, I think I've figured out something about our longevity. It is never do fucking do-it-yourself home improvements with your spouse. Fuck. Earlier this summer, my wife decided our kitchen needed a remodel. Not in my mind. I cooked most of the meals. I was not excited about this idea, despite hating the current state of things there. I considered it a lost cause. She did not. Now, both of us are professionals. Her, now in education, I in the medical industry. Labor Day turned into Labor Day. We spent three days ripping out two to four layers of flooring per room. Did I say per room? Oh, yes, the kitchen turned into the entire first floor of our fucking house. Anyway, we tore up layers upon layers of fuckery at her insistence because it would be cheaper. And as a 47-year-old man digging up mortarboard is not how I plan to spend Labor Day weekend. I had a vision of doing some light work and having a burger I grilled and a beer at lunch. Instead, I washed down an oxycodone with a pint of vodka at night. Fuck. I contemplated how deep I would have to dig the grave in the backyard before the neighbors would notice. Then I recalled our anniversary was the following week. See, I've been carrying around the entire time the paper copy of our wedding vows from that day in my wallet for 21 fucking years, just in case I needed to remind myself, which in this situation means about once a year. So, I dug those fuckers out. Blah, 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 blah. I will encourage and appreciate your artistic talents at all times. I bow before God and all those here today. Fuck. I'm screwed. Though did ask, can we never fucking do this shit again? And got an affirmative from a woman better than I could ever hope to be. Thankfully, the weekend is over. The anniversary is here as is your mom's birthday, and I wish better times for us all. May we all keep our promises. Happy birthday, Mom. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much. And I, hope you, I, hope the, I hope the kitchen looks better now. I hope it works better now. And I hope you don't need to keep taking oxycodone. All right. Thank you.
Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Aha, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.